Welcome to Normal Conversations, a community that helps you to realize the power of change. It will inspire, connect and motivate you through stories of hope and friendship. We encourage you to see that change can be positive when it starts with you. While this podcast is supportive in nature, please contact your GP if you think you need professional help. Music by Les FM. My name is Geraldine Lyons and I'm here with my good friend Maria Maloney and we are the presenters of Normal Conversations. In this fifth podcast, we talk about action. In order to make progress, it's not enough to simply think yourself into a chosen career, situation, relationship, the list goes on. It's imperative that we take action as well. So let's start. Edith Eager said in The Gift, positive thinking is of no use unless coupled with positive action. How true and applicable is this quote in all of our lives? Once action is taken, we can look at what comes up as a result of it, be it fear, be it doubt, be it curiosity. Asking yourself the questions, how did you choose your job? Are you fulfilled? Do you have a plan for your future? How did you come up with that plan? So, Maria, when you think about change, what comes to mind? I think change for me, um, again, I used to be scared of change. And now as I as I move through my life, I understand that change sometimes is scary. But even when it's scary, you can moderate that fear by breaking it up into small little chunks, step by step, not seeing the whole thing, but seeing just a little thing that you have to do today. I think what's really important, though, in terms of change is intention. Why do you want to change? So when you change, it has to really come from within you. You have to have a desire to change because if you're changing for somebody else, if you're, if you're changing because you're being told that you need to change, but the entire intention behind that change is different. So if you're being authentic and you're really driving yourself to change because your intention is to be a better person or to achieve something in your life, that intention will propel you much further in the process of change than the intention that you would have if you're doing it for somebody else. Like for, in, for instance, if you're being told by your, your partner or by your boss that you must make this change, then the whole energy behind that change is different. Do you understand? So it's not authentic. It's more maybe perhaps resentful or fearful. or, And so what happens as a result of that change will be a different result. That's my own experience anyway. And I think that's why change really has to come when you're ready to change. You know, you can't simply change when somebody else tells you that you should change. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what what you talked about there, breaking it down, and then you're bringing an intention into the conversation as well, that that is part of breaking it down. And intention is really, really integral and important part of mindfulness, actually. So if you're going to mindfully change something in your life, your intention is a really important part of that, as well as the attention and as well as the attitude you bring to it as well. And intention is almost like your own personal motivation. So when 
the ebb and flow of life happens and you might be as motivated some days as you would be other days. Yeah. Bring about that change, going back and revisiting. But why did I do this in the first place? And when it's a personal reason, you know, yeah. like you said, it's not about what somebody else wants. But when it comes from inside and you remember why you did it or why you're doing this in the first place, that can be a really powerful booster to get you back on track, to get you motivated again and to crank the energy right up. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think when you have that motivation from within, that's when you you really have a high chance of, of succeeding in the change that you're making in your life. With you. Yeah. And after we do, it's part of life, I think. Sometimes we do things because other people tell us we should or that it's suggested to us, you know, and that's fine. And that works really well sometimes. Yeah. It's not that we only do things when it's because we want to. Often we will. And in that even, in doing it sometimes for other people or because other people suggested it, sometimes that can that can spark something in us. And we realize, actually, yeah, this is something that we really want to do. But again, just bring that mindful intention I think can be so powerful in keeping the momentum going. You know? I totally agree. And like you said, it has to come from within. But very often that desire to change mm-hmm. is triggered by somebody that's close to you mm-hmm. that can say something to you. Like if you're connected, if you have a good connection with somebody that you trust and they make that suggestion, then sometimes you can have a light bulb moment. And I've had those in my life and I'm sure most of our listeners have as well when something happens in your mind and in your body where you think I want to be that person I so want think it can be sparked by somebody you know that you would have good connection with so sparked in the middle of a conversation it or... could be or there could be something going on in your life some kind of intense moment so I'm just speaking from my own experience a few times in my life when I've been having kind of an intense experience about something in my personal life and I'm confused about it then maybe if I talk to somebody I trust or if I go for a long walk it might not necessarily be somebody but it might be you know when you're going through something and you have time to think or something the penny just drops or a light bulb moment and then you realize that that's the person you want to be in this situation that's the person that you want to strive for or that's the change that you want that's the change that you yeah so you need to become that person almost Hmm. and it usually comes when you're in a difficult situation and then the penny drops or the light bulb moment happens and you really authentically want to become that person and you work towards that in your life and it's usually a long-term thing do you know what I mean it's usually something that you really kind of have in your head and you're guided by that yeah and would you say that it always comes as a result of a difficult experience in your life and I say that because I know I've had conversations with you obviously but also other people that I would be close to or that I would I suppose try and model to some extent you know in the work that I do yeah and I would have mentor or something exactly and that I would have conversations or I would hear things that they would say and that spark doesn't come out of difficult situations no I agree yeah yeah it can be yes absolutely it can and and sometimes it's a way out of that difficult situation but sometimes things are going really well and sometimes I have the best ideas when I'm doing something that is not related to any change that I decide to make. So yeah. I can do something as simple. I'm still one of those people that don't, I don't have a dishwasher. So often when I'm doing the dishes, Very good. it pops in. 
and many of those ideas are not actioned, may I add, but some of them are actioned and do involve a huge amount of change. Yeah. And so when I'm in a relaxed state, I suppose is what I'm saying. Yeah. I can get ideas. But is that maybe that's a whole different podcast as well, Maria? I don't know. But it, like you say, it's, it's the, those moments that you have in your life and yeah. however way in whatever way they come to you. Yes. They're important moments because they motivate you. Those moments motivate you to change yes. and become the person that you really want to become. I suppose that's, Absolutely. you know, that's and, the and motivate you to take action. And I know to take action. Yeah, I know you're all about action. I know you know that I'm all about action. We're coaches at the end of the day. And yeah. Yeah, it takes, it can take work. It can be, you know, and, and going back to your point about intention, Maria, which I think is so important because when it gets challenging, when we meet those obstacles, when we revisit that intention, that can be enough of a spark to light the fire under us again, to keep going for another day or yeah. another week or to, to get through that next obstacle. I hadn't thought about it until we, we started chatting. I think it's it's an integral part of that. Yeah, definitely. Intention is a big part of it. The kind of fear of change. What do you think, Geraldine? Why would there be fear around change, do you think? Often when we think about what it is that we want or the changes that we want in our lives, it can bring up self-doubt, it can bring up fear. And looking at those different aspects of fear and of self-doubt, acknowledging as well that when we're about to do anything new, as human beings, when we step out of our comfort zone, it's going to be uncomfortable for a little while. It's going to be a little bit strange. We're going to have those feelings of fear because what if I fail or... What if my life changes completely, which is another thing, you know, what if I'm successful? There is such a thing as fear of success because my life will change. People's attitudes may well change towards me. But when we take those attitudes of, of fear and, and doubt and turn them into curiosity, well, even getting curious about the fear, getting curious about the self-doubt, we change our attitude towards one that would be more empowering, like curiosity. That can be a little, and I'm using the word little, going to be massive. But that what might seem like the smallest, smallest action, turning our fear and our self-doubt into an attitude of curiosity may well lead us towards, well, what's the next step that I can take? And then the next step that I can take. You talked about confidence there. And I think it is such an important aspect of action that we take one action, one step, and we start, oh, maybe I can achieve this. And then we take another one. And so the belief, that belief in ourselves is nurtured with each step that we take. It's incremental. What you were just saying there, if you look at a, a big change, okay, something that might actually take a long time to take effect or might actually change your life significantly, you know, you may get overwhelmed. And if you can instead break it into what we call little steps, but mm -hmm. profound, like mm -hmm. you say, maybe that will enable us to actually say, okay, you know what, today, I can do a little step. And then tomorrow, your confidence is slightly stronger, bigger, it had increased, because you did that little step yesterday. And you can do another step towards that massive goal. For example, if you need to lose three stone in weight, you're looking at the three stone going, oh, my God, it's going to take me forever. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to not eat for like an eternity. 
if you just instead say, look, I'm going to be good today. Let tomorrow take care of itself. I'm going to be good today. And not look at the three stone. Just look at getting healthier and just slowly mm-hmm. taking one step at a time. It seems to make it easier to work towards that change in your life, to see the results. Absolutely. And I know when I went back to college last year and it wasn't, I'd say, until the end of June before I could actually see the end of the year because my college year went right up to the end of July. And there were days there where thoughts of actually getting that confirmation that I had successfully passed the year, it just seemed such a mountain to climb. I would literally, like you just said there, bring it back to what can I do today? Sometimes it was read a chapter of a book, research, find another paper, pick up the phone and call one of the girls in the group as well. But focusing on what I could do on that day. So that the next day, the idea of getting my HDIP in coaching, coaching psychology seemed a lot more believable. But had I not taken action the day before, I'd still be talking about what I couldn't do. When we take action, it kind of stops that type of self-talk because even if the action that we're taking isn't the the right or the correct one, well, then we'll find out and we'll have learned something from that. Yeah. So you went back to college. Was that that a big step for you? How long had it been since, you know, was there a lot of time in between before going back to college? Actually, because, and, and again, in light of what you said already, I had had in my head that I wanted to go back and study for a long time. And of course, COVID, me meeting myself where I was at during kind of that time, need or that hunger for more learning kind of came to the fore. And it was by, I was on a Zoom call and I had a conversation with a lady that was on the Zoom call. Afterwards, we stayed on and we were chatting away and I didn't realise, but she works in academia and conversation came about that I I was telling her that that I would like to go back and study and he suggested, you know, looking at programs in UCC. And it was, you know, that was the first action that was actually taking it out of my head, saying it to somebody else. So now then the next action was to research. And then the next action was to make a phone call and ask more questions. And then the next action was to compile my application and then the next action. And there was lots of little actions in between. Yeah. And I did have fear. I did question myself. I did have doubt. Would I be academically able for the level that I had set myself or, you know, that was my goal. But in that, I turned around and I just thought and and accepted. There was a sense of acceptance in it where I thought, you know what, if it is for me, it won't go by me. But in the meantime, I had to take all those actions because... Otherwise, I would never have found out. And I think as well, like you say, taking action, it does require focus. So, I mean, you had to take Mm. those little steps. You had to make the phone call. You had to remember to follow up. We're not saying that, of course, we understand that taking action can be difficult sometimes and change can be challenging. But if you have just a little bit of discipline every day to make those little steps and a little bit of focus to, you know, help yourself work towards the larger goal then your your confidence you'll start to feel your confidence increasing and your belief that this goal this massive goal that you've wanted for a long time maybe or whatever is actually within your reach just by doing the little steps having a little bit of discipline every day uh, to get you to move yourself forward and i think discipline i think it is paramount and in that discipline sometimes we're helped along the way is in, you know, there's deadlines. There was a deadline for the application for that program, for instance. 
but also discipline. Sometimes you have to give up in order to create time and space in your life mm-hmm. for that yeah. focus and to take those those steps to take that action and, and become disciplined. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a case of like moving slightly outside of your comfort zone. And I think that's not a bad thing for, for people to move outside of their comfort zone because that's where change happens and yeah. a lot of good things happen. So discipline would be, you know, maybe for some people slightly outside of their comfort zone. But the rewards, you're going to start feeling the rewards in your confidence, in your achievements and in seeing yourself moving towards that goal. And like you, Geraldine, and like I said at the, in the first podcast, I've gone back to college as well. And I'm doing a master's in personal coaching and executive coaching or management coaching. And um, I have a wonderful lecturer and he's very insightful and his name is Pat O'Leary, if you're listening, Pat. <laughs> but he has these questions that I think are powerful as well that can help you really kind of get clarity on what you need to do in order to achieve your goal, in order mm-hmm. to take action. Very simple. Okay, the first one is, what do I need to stop doing? Is there anything that I'm doing? Like like you say, I'll use the weight example again. You know, if I need to lose three stone, what do I need to stop doing? in order to achieve, again, a small little step, maybe stop having that dessert Mm -hmm. every Sunday. You just cut out dessert every Sunday and see how that works, you know? And then the next question is, what do I have to start doing? Mm -hmm. And again, with the example of the weight, maybe go for a walk every day. Maybe start with a 10-minute walk or a 15-minute walk or just add something Mm -hmm. into your life that will help you achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. step by step and then once you've made that step you can add another thing you can start doing something else like mindfulness maybe 10 minutes of mindfulness in the morning and then the third question is what can i keep doing mm-hmm. so what can i keep doing to keep moving forward towards my goal and you might be doing something amazing like you might be you know having a salad every day so keep having your salad every day okay yeah. you know keep drinking water every day if, if mm-hmm. that's what you do and be proud of yourself that you are doing that and moving towards your goal so they're very three very simple questions what do i need to stop doing what do i need to start doing and what do i need to continue doing that i'm doing yeah. already yeah you know? and, and there are three like you said, really simple questions, but my God, when you actually ask yourself, what do I need to stop doing? Yeah. What do I need to start doing? And then what do I need to continue doing? I love that question, especially because that's so encouraging because I'm already doing something. Exactly. That's beneficial for me. So that gives me a boost as well. And when it comes to action planning then as well, there's, there's I suppose, there's different types. You know, there, there can be the planning and, and implementing or the test and learning approach, different approaches. Different approaches to what? Taking action, is it? Yeah, exactly. And planning those actions. Okay. And so on that, with regards to action planning, there's different approaches that we can take where one can be kind of plan. Plan your action. action. Yeah. And implement it. And then the other one where you're not quite sure. So you're going to look at maybe a number of different actions, implement them and see what works best for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. both of these approaches would be used within a coaching conversation. Because at the end of the day, if you're just throwing out a fishing line and hoping to catch something, and I know I've certainly done that in my lifetime where I've kind of half heartedly or not with that intention or focus or discipline 
thrown out my fishing line to kind of catch something. And sometimes I've been lucky. Other times I haven't been. And, and you're talking in terms of actions now. So the, the fishing yeah. line would be just doing random actions, basically. Exactly. To you achieve your goal. Exactly. Yeah. So for, for that kind of action, well, I don't really need a coach for that kind of action. No. But often when I do the, the planning and implementing type focused action or the test and learn type, of focused action, getting the help of your friends, supports outside of your friend group coaching, that yeah. that can be quite beneficial then as well, because it's more focused. And I think as well, like you say, if you speak it out and if you, you plan your actions with somebody like a coach or like a good friend or whatever, it brings in the the whole idea of responsibility and accountability. Now I've said it, like there's a bit more of an onus on you then to start doing. Absolutely. And I know in the past, I thought I would have looked on that almost as a weakness. The fact that I, I would need accountability, but I think as human beings, it's so beneficial. And it also kind of takes out that kind of idea that I'm doing it on my own, because if I've said it to somebody, They'll check in with me if they don't have to check in with me, but I, w- I may well check in with them, be it a friend or obviously in a, in a coaching situation. I'm going back the following week and I'll have identified steps that I want to take. And that's what coaching is about. And you're aware that you've said it to somebody and you're aware that they're probably yeah. waiting to see you take action. Even if you don't ever have that conversation again, do you know what I mean? You've said yeah. it to somebody and you're like, okay, I told them that I was going to do it and they're not, look, you know, I'm not doing anything. So yeah, it's a pride kind of almost ego yeah. thing. And that can be, that can be a plus sometimes. Yeah. And so I think we've kind of come to the end of our normal conversation, Geraldine, about taking action. Yes. And as usual, we always finish with a question. So yes. what's the question that we were thinking of today, Geraldine? So I'm going to ask you, are you still growing as a person, Maria? And if so, how? Okay. Am I still growing as a person? I, I really do believe that I'm growing as a person. I'm that type of person that loves to learn. There's one thing that I'm maybe, I'm, you know, I can say I'm proud of. I love to learn. And so I'm going back to college. I just love reading books. Um, mm-hmm. I love gathering knowledge and gathering information. So I think I'm growing from my learning. But as well, I think for me, I'm learning to navigate my own emotional intelligence. And okay. I think I, I started this journey maybe a few years ago. And I just have a massive passion for learning how to understand emotions in myself mm-hmm. and in other people and how to navigate emotions. Because I've come to realize as I've gotten older, emotions are really, really important when you consider having a, a happy, joyful life. Understanding your emotions is is key, really. Yeah. And again, being a mother, I want to you know, I'm on this journey to try and understand so that I can help my kids really earlier in life. They don't have to get into their 40s before they realize the importance of emotional intelligence. Hopefully I can impart my knowledge that I'm learning now to them at an mm-hmm. earlier age. So, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do believe I'm, I'm still growing as a person. And so mm-hmm. you, Geraldine, how about you? Are you still growing as a person? I think so. And even doing things like this podcast, I've never done a podcast before I'm on that educational academic path as well 
I'd yeah. re-engage and re-engage with it in a very different way. And so while it is academia, the subjects that I choose to study, like the coaching, coaching psychology, like mindfulness-based well-being, I have to look inwards before yeah. I can bring that outwards into my work. So by the very nature of the programs that I'm engaging with, by the very nature of the challenges that I'm choosing to take on, I'm definitely growing as a person, both personally, but professionally as well. Very good. And so I suppose, again, like always, we'll throw the question out to our listeners. Mm. And maybe after this podcast, they can think to themselves, maybe if they're going for a walk or if they're cooking or doing something, a solitary action, they can just, you know, think to themselves, am I growing as a person? And Mm. if so, how am I growing? And could I grow a little bit more? Or am I happy with the way I'm growing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So listen, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Maria. Definitely a lot of questions, I think, raised from that uh, podcast. And we look forward to welcoming you back for the last in this series of podcasts um, yeah. the next time. Podcast thanks, Maria. Okay. Thanks, Geraldine. Thanks, everyone. Take Bye. care. Have, Have a, a great really day. Thank you for listening to Normal Conversations today. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and leave a review over on iTunes, Spotify or any other platform that you are listening on. If you really like us, please recommend us to anyone you think would benefit from listening. Follow us on Facebook at Normal Conversations or on Instagram at Normal.Conversations.